Welcome to the Swingers Club, a social gathering for various golfers hosted by Joe, Matt and Sam. Hello and welcome as ever you're with the Swingers Club Golf Podcast. You're with me, Joe, Matt and Sam and we're going to be talking all things both major tours. We're also talking about the Rose Ladies series and we have a major coming up this week too. But first lads, how are we both and did we watch much golf over the weekend? Mm, I consumed probably more more golf than I would normally do. I watched quite a lot of the uh, World Golf Championship, especially last night on Sunday. Um, I didn't catch the end of European Tour Golf, but I did watch some of it in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Matthew's got me beat, though. Yeah, I watched a lot of the. Um, I did watch a lot of the European Tour. Um, yeah, it was good actually. I, I felt a bit sorry for Thomas Dietrich, bogeyed the last. Um, yeah, what's happened there, by the way, Sam? Weren't that your pick last week, and he like emceed horrifically? Yeah, standard, standard. A bit late. <laughs> yeah, but um, that... it was actually I, I actually found it a little. It was a little bit more interesting on uh, Saturday because Sam Horsfield literally just like was running away with it on the front line, and they're talking about like him breaking the scoring records and stuff. And um, I think at one point on Saturday he had a six shot lead. And by the time he finished his round, I think he come back on the back line like plus four on the back. Um, mm. I think it was five, five over on the front, four over on the back. Um, and it, yeah, I think he started the final day with like a one shot lead. Uh, you know, and it was, it's weird mentality that must be because like you, you've gone out, you've shot under par, you're still winning the golf tournament, but he must have felt like he just was throwing it away. So yeah, credit yeah, to him yeah. for coming out on the, on Sunday and eventually just, uh, yeah, getting over the line. Um, mm. but yeah, no, it was good. Good event. Good event. Enjoying seeing the European Tour back, and I did watch a bit of the uh, WGC last night as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, the Felix and Jude, which sees Justin Thomas overtake John Rahm in the uh, the pass the parcel, which is world number one golfer. There you at the go. minute. Probably time worth reflecting. What's your uh, what's your favourite moment in the John Rahm world number one era? <laughs> I'll leave that to you, because I actually didn't see any shots of John Rahm as world number one. <laughs> What what was uh, how long was it? Two weeks. So, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, nah, he didn't. Though. He didn't play last weeks? week, did he? Yeah, it's two weeks, I think. Okay. What was everyone's pick? Was everyone's like, oh, is, is it is he going to hold it for a while? And I'm pretty sure. Did someone say, yeah, they see him having it for a while. Uh, nah, not me, mate. I yeah, I, could, I can't remember. What I, said. I feel like I, I, I feel like I said it's going to be a bit of a merry-go-round. So therefore, I feel vindicated. But yeah, even, no, I, well, I might have to did. check. I might have to check the tape, but it might have to be. I come out with the stat that if he holds it until twenty thirty three, then he'll uh, still be just short of Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> that is madness. Uh, there but, you go. Oh, JT got so lucky last night. By the way, a few times I feel like the luck was was well on his side. Did you watch it all, Matt? Uh, yeah, I watched the. Um, I watched the last bit when he. Uh... He, he started to spray it, didn't he? But he just pulled mm. some absolute weldy liars and got got lucky a few times towards the end. And but so you know what? Fair play to him because you've got still got to stand there and make the most of it, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. So basically, there's there's one hole. If I'm trying to set the picture with Joe here for a guy who's obviously not watched it. Like, I mean, obviously, it... <laughs> what you just said. No, I didn't. Um, so there's one hole. It's like a creek all the way down the left hand side, and the fairway and the the green is like the to the left of this creek. Uh, so, but the fairway is to the right, so you basically hit down the right to then hit over the creek to the green. Mm-hmm. It's like sniper this freewood. It's pitched on a bridge, 
Oh my god! Over go that takes you over the creek, and it's gone like forty yards short of the green, like absolutely perfect. And he's just like lobbed it on and made the easiest birdie ever. And then I don't know what I mean. What is going on? The fact that he can hit it that far right on eighteen and still pull that lie. I, I don't get what what they're trying to do at these golf tournaments. That he's, I mean, he's like fifty yards offline there. Mm. I mean, maybe this is like a slightly different rant, but <laughs> do you know what I mean? I feel like it's, I mean, all this talk about, you know, Bombers Paradise and all the rest of it, but like, it needs to be somewhat graduated, this rough, surely. Like the rough that's 50 yards off the fairway needs to be thicker than the the rough that's five yeah, yards I'd, off I'd, the fairway. I would definitely agree with that. Well, that, that's what we get in our country, don't we? Well, you get it everywhere, don't you? I'd have thought. Yeah. But gee, that was, that was... There you go. There we go. Not, not that I was re- rooting against JT or nothing. But... No, and he's, we, we do quite like him, don't we, on the podcast. And it's, mm. I, I think it's quite good to have him as world number one. It's his turn for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Bastard attire as well. Bit of pink, pink trousers. Did he? Absolute bit... rascal pizza shoes as well, didn't he? Did you oh, see them? Not, not a bit of me. Not though. a fan of the old pizza no. shoes, no? No, I'm afraid not. <laughs> and there's uh, four guys in tie second as well, weren't there? Including Phil Mickelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Was weird. Yeah, that was. Yeah, weird. Englishman Tom Lewis. Yeah, <sighs> not that we knew anything about it. Yeah, <laughs> I teed that up nicely for you, didn't I? Literally, didn't did. see him hit shot, did we? No. Do you know what? Though? You you've got to you've got to leap to the defence. Like one one thing that actually winds me up a little bit is you, you you go on social media and you see a lot of people kind of bitching and moaning at Sky Sports, saying you know tweeting to Sky Sports saying show some Tom Lewis, show some Tom Lewis, and like. For the life of me, I don't know how many times like I've seen people get told, and, and even Sky, I think he actually addressed it himself last night, David Livingston. Um, it's not David Livingston, is it? Did, uh, did he retire? Like, he retired, yeah, he retired. Um, <laughs> you and the other guy. Uh, no, who's the... No, the um, anyway. Rob Lee. So, Rob Lee. Yes, that's it, yeah. Um, I couldn't picture him because he had a funky haircut. Um, even he said last night, like it's not their, it's not their cameras, it's not their coverage. Like they don't no. pick, mm. yeah. like yeah. who gets shown, and it's the American, it's um, you know NBC or whoever it is over there that's doing TBS. the actual coverage. Yeah, it's, um, you know they're 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 taking the coverage from those guys in America. So unfortunately, as we know, like European players, unless you're tied for the lead, don't exist to American what, broadcasters. What would happen though if? Tom Lewis went birdie birdie to win the event, and you literally just saw his part on eighteen. Well, I mean, yeah, that, so that would have been pretty much what getting, it was. It was pretty much getting to that point where he he played about. I mean, he was on like fifteen, 15, fourteen, fifteen, and you could you'd probably seen less than a handful of shots, had you, Matthew? And he's one yeah. shot off the lead. Mm. Uh, I there was um, the first time we saw him, or the first time I recall seeing him was there was uh, he had a putt for birdie on a par five, which I think he ended up bogeying because he knew that he had to give it a good run. Like at this point, he's come through the field, right? So he's running out of holes. So I think he had to birdie this par five. It might have been the sixteenth or seventeenth, but he had to birdie it to tie the lead. Um, and he gave it such a good run that he knocked it about eight foot past and missed the one coming back. Mm. Um, but he said he said afterwards, he said he knew that he had to go for it at that point because 
he knew that he was running out of holes and he knew that everyone was going to count, um, which is why he went for it. But that was like, that was the first we'd seen of him. Yeah, but he um, shot, so he shot 61 on Saturday, tied the course record. Yes. Then he shot like 30 or 31 on the front nine on Sunday. So yes. he's, like, he's like 14 under for his last like 27 holes or something like that. And apparently yeah, they I... missed, I didn't watch any on Saturday, but apparently they missed all the coverage on Saturday, like they didn't show one shot of him on Saturday. Didn't even no. men- didn't bear- didn't even mention him until pretty much the back nine. It's like yeah. a bit of, I mean, well, I a little bit of disrespect. He... I think. Yeah, I agree. I think there was a crazy start at one point on Friday. I think he was like fourteen shots off the lead. So do you know what I think? Even if you're like five under on the front on Saturday, like he's still probably like a good nine shots back at that point. Um. But, like you say, shot 61 should have been recognised a little bit more. But mm. And like they, put the, they put the stat up, didn't they, as well? You see that stat that they put up was like... Um, it didn't even put... It didn't even say like, yeah, it just said career wins. It didn't even say PGA Tour wins. It said career wins. And then yeah. it's go, it goes down the leaderboard. It's got like Kepka 7, uh, JT 12 or whatever. And then it's like Tom Lewis 0, Matt Fitzpatrick 0. Which isn't and true. And it's like... I mean, they've won three and four times on European tour so it's like why not at least at least put a little asterisk and say that they've won on the European tour like it's totally just totally mugging the European tour off really. and those yeah. two players really yeah, yeah it is but I think the, the issue with this in particular was that like if it was the PGA if it was a PGA tour event like you're just kind of shrugging shoulders because you kind of expect that but this was a WGC it's a co-sanctioned event with the European tour so yeah, it's not like the Europeans are like non-existent to 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 this you know to this event as well. Crazy, but um, unless you know, unless it's the broadcaster again that's that's putting them graphics up and not actual you know somebody from the WGC because I can't see that they would do it. But yeah, yeah. Well, it probably is. The, it has to be the broadcaster putting the graphics up. I would assume. Um, but anyway, moving on from that, another another good finish for. I t- I'll tell you what. What was actually a, a bigger eye opener on that for me was the fact that Ricky Fowler's only got five career wins. Yeah, yeah. When you true. look at someone like Brendan Todd and Daniel Berger on there with three. Yeah, well, I was going to actually say just then, Daniel Berger. What a twenty twenty he's having. Yeah, making tied, some serious cash. Tied second yeah. again. Yeah, it's class. Chasing the paper, he is. He is indeed, but no, that's all in all, um, all in all, pretty good. Just popping back to the European tour, just to shout out to friend of the show, Laurie Cantor, with another top 10. Nice, mm-hmm. nice Congratulations work. to him. Yeah, brilliant work. Um, and should we, uh, should we do picks results whilst we're talking nah, about last we weekend stuff? Gloss over it if you want. Uh, do, you know, do you know what? Actually, Matt, I need to apologise because I think I scored you down a mark last week. Um, I think I said that think- you'd got to five did i no i think you said six it was probably oh, okay. seven. Oh no no it was six it was six oh, okay I got, I got my book out and i thought i'd i thought i'd write you down at five but no you did get to six last week um but i mean you were back down to earth with a bump because how did who did you pick last week so i so i i think i confused myself <laughs> what are you trying to just you want the you want the uh you picked the romper van this week didn't you I, do you know what I did? I went There's with two, uh, Andre. Two, no. two pavans and one finish light seven. <laughs> I think I think there's a pavon and a pavan, 
and I think I picked the wrong one. Because um, the one that I picked, Andrea Pavan, um, actually finished. Listen, he didn't just he didn't just finish last. You're he was off like six. Listen, he was <laughs> he was he didn't just finish last. He was six shots adrift of the Ooh, person God. above him. That's known. That's so, known in the industry as DFL. That is, like, like, I mean, I don't know. Dead fucking last. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's, like, even worse than that. Do you know what I mean? Like, even worse than that. That's, yeah, unbelievable. But, yeah. listen, Joe, fair play. Even the blind chicken grits didn't, of grain. Didn't we, didn't, we, didn't, we, didn't, we say, didn't we say that um, if your pick finished dead last, then you might get minus two points? I no, was, I don't think we I did. I think that's in the fine print of the T's and T's somewhere. <laughs> we are Sam, Sam is literally up rules as we Sam, go along at this. But I think Sam, Sam with his one, point. Sam with his one point is mm. literally just clutching at any straw. I was just fine well, now, I was just one pit, one one week off. So if anybody fancies a bet this week, get your house keys on Matt Jordan for a top twenty finish because yeah, he was obviously pathetic last week, but he'll be all right this week probably, as Thomas Dietrich was this week. Exactly, Wank, and um, wanker. <laughs> uh, ben Birch was our guest and uh, Uncle Deuce Uncle Eust uh, Mr. Cut as well Uncle Eust so literally was plain, plain sailing for, uh, for Cardi this week it was it? yeah only mm. guy to make the cut thank you Andy Sullivan takes me to three points right. still only half the points that Holbrook's got but we're on it we're on it come on it um, so shall we, shall we say now before we do picks right it's major Mm. Shall we do double point this week? Mm. Ooh. No, I don't know. Mm, don't no, know. Joe, Sam's like, yeah, Sam fans I, say, I think definitely. We go double point. See, oh, I'm not backing my picks though. That's why, well, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? Because it's, it's a strong field. So you feel like, I think anybody, anybody that gets top, top 40 odd finish, you've got to, you know, from outside top 50 in a major is, is going to be pretty much a shoe in for the pick, I think. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny though the mentality of you two Sam sees this as an opportunity to get level with Joe Joe's seeing this as an opportunity for me to pull even further clear mm. yeah I'm not I'm not sure Hold come on Joe Hold it. what are you saying so I, well, I, I, I think you know, I think that we're going to have a run of majors now um, you know they're all going to come fair, what feels like fairly thick and fast All right. so I think we do personally let's do you know Double points. Let's do double points. Double bubble, definitely. Oh, yeah. Double bubble. What is. what we have said, what we have said offline is that when it's a major week, we should pick players from the major. From the major. Yeah, because it'd be as much to... as I'd love. To... Mm. Yeah, as much as I'd love to have stuck with the uh, European tour this week, um, I'll uh, I'll pick a major. But yeah, yeah let's do two points. Two All points right. up for grabs this week. Two points for picking someone to from outside the top fifty to finish higher highest in major. Yeah, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, should we do picks now? Because there was just um, a, a, another quick roundup from from golf from around the world this week because it was obviously the English Amateur Championship as well. And I wanted just to give a quick shout out to uh, the men's English Amateur Champion Jack Cope and the women's English Amateur Champion. Emily Price, um, and also shout out a chap called Richard Cheatham, who is 59 years old and got to the quarterfinal of the English Amateur, and I think that's just a wonderful achievement. 
Agreed. Tell us, lovely, Joe, tell, lovely us why, tell us why he entered. Well, it was said, whether this is 100% sure or not, I don't know, but he was a member at Woodall Spa where the English amateur was being held and he may, mostly entered because his course was going to be closed for the weekend and he wanted a game. <laughs> Love that. So yeah. last time for that. I, whether, whether that's true or not, like, I'm not going to let the, the, the truth get in the way of a good story. No, I think absolutely that's not. And his interview um, after the kind of the round of 16 was great as well he said how'd you do it he, he said i just old manned them that was what he said <laughs> he just you guys these boys and it's so long i just old manned them i hit fairways i hit greens hold a couple of parts where it sounded like a really top bloke oh, it so, sounds so annoying to play match play against as well from from listening uh, to this yeah absolutely you'll get old man he was yeah, yeah. top boy well probably done. old man me and all <laughs> definitely old man me <laughs> Um, right. So whilst but, we're running, right. we're just going to quickly do picks. Yeah, let's do picks. Let's do let's picks. do picks. So I, I feel I like I feel like I should go first. Go on in. You always go first. Go on. Yeah, it's because I'm bottom of the leaderboard. That's why. Yeah. All <laughs> yeah right. we'll right. Can I just privilege. say as well, like we haven't we, we haven't discussed this offline. Like we normally have a quick like kind of guess the initial just in case there's a. a, a clash in yes yeah, so i don't know about everybody else like i've only got one pick so mm. um, well i've i've got a reserve works uh, out right so, for me then so yeah exactly so well, come on sam i tell you uh, what, i've absolutely rubber ducked my pick is uh scotty scheffler oh so I, I looked at scotty scheffler as well yeah there you go so that's my pick um i just see he played all right he played all right last week um there you go. About it, really. About, about all you can. <laughs> it's just come to detailed. Just, okay. Just throwing, just throwing a name out there. Not too bad. Go on, Holbrook. Uh, I'm going with uh, Australian Cameron Smith. Mm. I do like him. I think he's got he's got game. He's he's always in and about. He's always in the mix somewhere. He's not been playing um, though, has he? Has he only just come back? No, but listen. Just because he hasn't been playing doesn't mean he hasn't been working. <laughs> Love it. He might have been playing. Listen. What we don't know is he might have been cleaning up on some mini tours in Australia. Just don't know, do you? Well, if you, you would have done your research. Mm. Um, all right, so... I heard, not... he, em- I heard he emceed on the down <laughs> last week. <laughs> emceed once and then hard the next week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm looking... I, I really didn't have a clue for this one, as I've got to tell you. I looked and looked and looked. Everyone I kept thinking, oh, he seems quite good. They weren't outside the top. 50 i know nothing about harding park do you mm, apparently it's a bit of a bomber's paradise excellent because that's just made my decision between the two that i was going with you're going cameron champ aren't you no i'm not i'm going matt wolf oh it's ah. a good pick actually I quite like that one well i had i had matt wolf and max homer written down as my my two picks but i had nothing about it. so so forgan you just strayed me towards wolf there as, you just as the you just you just fell for it, an absolute treat it's like pokey and fiddly it's about oh, five, no it's not it's about five thousand <laughs> yards long mate no i'm not having it oh you can i'll go with your first answer so matt wolf um and also we did have a, a guest pick from mark beer this week and He's gone with Jordan Spieth, which, to be fair, is a hell of a shout. When he um, when he sent that in, I thought to myself, "Oh, why didn't I just think of that?" Mm. Mm. Can, whilst we whilst we're on picks, a guy that's been picked a few times, can we spare spare a spare a thought for Brandon Grace this week? Who he would have been my pick. This he week. was tied second going into the weekend and had to withdraw because he 
tested positive for coronavirus. Oh God, I didn't even know that. Yeah, that and then yeah. and then uh, obviously, so not only is he too tied second in a big money WGC, but he's now obviously got to quarantine and recover for a major, and then potentially some some playoff events. So it's not a great time to be no to be missing. It's been gross. There you go. Oh blimey! Um, and also, he's got quarantine in his camper van. And I'm sure it's a nice camper van, but I just couldn't think of anything worse. No. Um, but I generally, he I, I, would have been very, he uh, would have been in the running for my pick this week. Yeah, uh, yep. him and Christian Bezaiden, who who just was 47th. I wow. bet he finishes top 10. But whilst we're on the subject of this, right, I actually want to throw in, you, you guys, you know that something's coming, but you don't know ins and outs oh, yeah. um, but I'm going to give I'm going to give you guys a little quiz Ooh, I'm going to test your golfing I'm going to test your golfing knowledge right and I'm just going to give you two players names and you've got to tell me which one you think's higher and we're going to take it in turns and we'll do a race to five points if you like or we'll see how we go see how long it takes what's but this in the world rankings in the world rankings yeah so for example I'll go to you right Joe Justin Thomas and John Rahm which one ranks higher yeah and I say so, Justin Thomas. Yes, precisely. <laughs> so we don't. But so we don't. Just... So we don't both go. So obviously he gets one, I gets one. Yeah, you take it in turns. Okay, okay. okay. Take it in turns, right? So no, no looking, no laptops in front of you. I'll no, trust I've got, you guys. I've got nothing. Yeah. Okay. Right. So Joe, mm-hmm. you're up first. Okay. Right. So we've got uh, Adam Scott or Xander Schauffele. Xander Schauffele. Uh, no, really. <laughs> Adam Scott's ninth in the world. Xander Schauffele is 11th. Bloody no. hell. I already got that wrong and all. Yeah. Oh, what? Crazy, eh? Uh, right. We've got Sam. This is you. This is going to be tough for you. Tough for you. Uh, we've got... I'm going to go Justin Rose or Daniel Berger. Daniel Berger. Uh-uh. Oh, Justin God. Rose is 16th. Daniel Berger's 20th. Maybe we just do like... Whoever gets one right. Yeah, so. first we'll go. Because oh, I would have gone Daniel Berger as well then, definitely. Yeah. Uh, okay, this one, back to you, Joe. Naturally, we're just going to make our way down the world rankings as well. So these are not going to get any easier. But I'm going to go Mark Leishman or Abraham Anser. Oh, God. Nah, they're, they're going to be so close. That's a toss-up. I'm going to go Leishman. Ding, 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 ding. So Mark Leishman is uh, Mark Leishman's nineteenth. Abraham answers twenty third. Oh, blimey! Uh, this this is a good one, actually. I think so. Sam, so Joe's winning one nil. Uh, we're going to go. Um, Wiesberger or Henrik Stenson? Oh, got to be Stenson, hasn't it? Uh, uh, Wiesberger. Weisberger's is twenty nine every time. Henrik Stenson's thirty three. Yeah, they're, they're they're close. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give them like I'm not gonna say to you like Max Homer or John Rahm. Um, right, this is a good one, Joe. This is gonna be tough for you, Sergio Garcia or Matt Wallace. Do you know what? I spent so long looking at the world rankings today as well, getting my pick ready. Uh, and I looked at Matt Wallace as well because I wanted to pick him and realise he's inside the top 50 but I feel like he's like 
47. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go Garcia. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, there's only, there's only two places in it. Sergio's 41, Matt Wallace is 43rd. So Joe cool. steams into a 2-0 lead. Didn't see it pan, panning out like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm going to go to Sam with, uh, I'm going to say, this is going to be a tough one again, mate. Jordan Spieth or Bubba Watson? Mm, Going to say Bubba. <laughs> Sam, you're having a mess. Well, this is your um, guess, mate. What do you want me to do? Uh, Jordan Spieth is 62nd. Bubba Watson is 63rd. Oh, my so God. So they're very close. I mean, come on. <laughs> Uh, okay, right. Uh, Joe, over to you now. We've got Cameron Champ or Keegan Bradley. Oh, God. Um, Champ is always further back than I think he is because I always think that he's going to like kind of shift his way up the world rankings quite quick and always disappointed to find out that he hasn't really. Um, so on that basis, I'm going to go with Keegan Bradley. Ding, ding, ding. That's 3 0 to Joe. Absolutely. I think. Lying. Um, so again, there's, there's there's not a lot in it, but um, Keegan Bradley 75th, Cameron Champ 77th. Uh, so I think I think Joe Joe's probably going to take the win here, but I'll do one more for Sam just to see if he can get off the mark. This is basically like picks, and it can't get off the mark. Um, <laughs> right, I'm going to try and make this a little bit easier for you. Uh, Eddie Pepperell or uh, Eddie Pepperell or Rory Rory Sabatini. I thought you were gonna go McElroy there. I thought fucking hell it is easier. Um I'm gonna say Eddie Pepperell, obviously, because I think you picked Eddie Pepperell, then you've just scrolled down to find <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Rory Sabatini as he's going 100%. down the pages of world rankings. I hope he's <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping he's found Rory Sabatini on page four. So so you would you'd think that that is what I do, but actually you're wrong. Rory Sabatini's eighty ninth, <laughs> Eddie Pepperell's ninetieth. Shut no. up. Just Shut threw up. you just threw you a little red herring. Shut right, up. we just I don't know whether we should just I don't know whether we should just keep going there until until Joe gets How many, how many, co- how many coin tosses can you lose in a row? I mean, really? Yeah, you've yeah, been exactly. unlucky there. All right, All right, right. come on, we're calling end to this game. Uh, what, don't you want to carry on until you get one right? Um, no, well, I don't. Well, I don't know. We can if you want. I do. I do one more for you, right? Rasmus Hoygaard or Sam Horsfield? Uh, surely Sam Horsfield's ahead of him now. Honestly, mate, you you need to study. <laughs> Rasmus Hoygaard's <laughs> one two one. Sam Horsfield's one thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, even with his jump this his week, po- Sam has Hors- he been given his points yet? <laughs> yeah, Sam Horsfield's this week's jumped from 224th to 130th. Oh, <laughs> I'd say he's been given his points. How many? Then. How many? How many? Was it five in a row? I've just guessed wrong. Yeah, basically. Right, on, give me one more. <laughs> one, right, Luke, Lucas. Can you, make it, can you make like 20? Can you make at least 20 places difference in the ranking? So I might have yeah, a chance yeah. of guessing. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling right down, mate. So we've got Lucas Bjorgard, or we've got uh, Lucas Bjorgard, or Joel Scholholm. Oh, it's got to be, be Lucas. Boat. Surely Lucas is ahead of him. Yes. Really? So, uh, Get in there. 
Oh. Yeah, so Lucas, I've scrolled too far down to find Lucas Beauregard now, but he was, uh, yeah, so he's, hundred and he's something. A guy, he's the guy that got in the boat to play the shot this week. Is that right? Yeah, so on the seventh yeah, on the seventeenth at Forest Varden, it's um it's quite a short it's a short par five. Um short to the point where uh, a lot of the guys were hitting free woods off the tee. So if they hit a driver, you just kind of run out of room on the right hand side. Um I think it was like five hundred and twenty yards. So for those guys it's quite short. The second shot, the green is kind of a double green with I think the or it feels like it's kind of a double green with a fourteenth, but it's got like a water hazard front right. Um and then there's like a little island in this water hazard with a few trees where they had a, like a few of the advertising boards and stuff. And uh, he's he's hit one right, and it's obviously landed in the tree. So he's jumped on this little boat and like with a bit of rope and pulled himself along with a handful of clubs. <laughs> Got out, found his ball, hit it over onto the green. He actually went through the back of the green. I can't remember whether he made a five or a six off there, but he, uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty entertaining watching him jump on the boat with a with a handful of clubs. That's I mean, like in- interesting to hear the ruling on that, really, because like, surely does he not still get three minutes? Like, I mean, surely the rowing and all that would have taken over three minutes. Is no, that no? Because I think because I think they, I think he could see the ball. So you're just waiting to identify it, and it's so, three minutes until you from when you start looking as well, isn't it? Yeah, if you're, if you're so, rowing over, you're not looking, are you? So it's no yeah. different to walking to where you think your ball is. It's when you start looking. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I think I think it was visible. I think it was visible. So <laughs> that was quite funny. So he sort of like as he's rowed over, he's sort of like thrown his clubs onto the island and jumped off. Basically, <laughs> it's quite. Oh, and he's quite like he's quite a like sort of goofy looking bloke as well. And he's like, um, yeah, he wears like the plus, uh, plus fours. He's got on plus fours. Oh really? I actually. Mm. I actually watched him uh, going back a fair few years now at uh, Walton Heath US Open qualifying. Um, and if if no one's ever been down for that, it's a really good day out because they play two rounds over both courses and it's free entry. You can kind of walk up and down the fairways. There's no ropes. But I'll never forget. So basically, he was just walking to the first tee of the new course for his afternoon round with a uh, with a 99 with a flake in it from the ice cream van. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> brilliant. Great. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Um, any other notable comments from anyone for the US PJ Championship? You've got your favourites, JT and Brooks, mm. Tigers 25 to 1. Any, no any chance. F- any, any betting tips from any of you two that doesn't have to be outside the top who 50? Have I, I've backed, I've done a couple of bets actually already. I've done Sung JM and Danny Willett, and I think I might just have a little bit on Brooks. Very good. I, I would just be happy for anybody other than Brooks Kepka to win. Not a fan and, of BK? Any, anyone other? No. No. Uh, I don't care who, as long as it's not Brooks, Brooks Kepka or Bubba Watson. Or anyone Reed, else? Or Reid or DeChambeau. Reasoning? Um, I just I just don't, like, I, I don't get the whole Brooks Kepka thing. Like, I, he's, he's a great player, don't get me wrong. Like, he's talented, he hits all miles, he's an athlete. Like, I understand all that, but like I just don't, I can't buy into him. There's just something about him I don't like. I would prefer to see Bryson DeChambeau win than Brooks Kepka. Mm. Mm. and that's a bold statement. But yeah, I put him, I put him in the same category as Bubba Watson, Patrick Reed for me. Just, <laughs> nothing personal. Fair enough. Oh, there what, about you go. You, what about you, JC? Any players you don't want to see win? 
No, there's no one I don't want to win. I'd obviously love I to think see that's Tiger a funny, win. But... I think that's a funnier question than who do you want to see win? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no one I don't want. I don't, no, I don't think so. I like mm. everyone, me. Don't watch enough golf to be opinionated, I don't reckon. Well, obviously. Well, I'll have a little watch this week because I want to see Tiger win. But there's uh, some good tips from Sam. But everyone remember, please gamble responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> Be gamble aware. Be gamble aware. When the fun stops, stop. Um, <laughs> moving on uh, just a little bit, we wanted to talk about the Rose Ladies series for everybody that doesn't know. Um, so the best way to describe it is after coronavirus, it become apparent that there was going to be no Ladies European Tour Golf, which is a huge shame. So Justin Rose and his wife put together the Rose Ladies Series, which basically offered offered the female golfers of the European Tour the opportunity to play quite a lot of really good golf. And, and Matt and I were lucky enough to go down and watch a bit this week, weren't we, Matthew? We had a lovely day out, actually, didn't we? We did. And impressed is an understatement. Would you agree? Just little, for the record, before little, little before jolly, it gets little jolly boys out, in. yeah. Listen, just just before anybody says anything, Sam listen, was invited. He listen. was too busy for us. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It wasn't like the last um, time. Yeah, had, had to miss out on a trip. I'm afraid. Not normally yeah. my style, so, but <laughs> so one thing. So one thing that was an eye opener oh. for me, and I know that <laughs> I know Joe is. <laughs> I know Joe's gonna. Uh, I know Joe's gonna back me up on this one, but. Um, so we was actually lucky enough to play the Shire, um, which is a great golf course. Uh, Seve Ballesteros designed. Um, uh, it's um, it's it's quirky in the sense that it's got uh, six by three, six by four, six by fives, and Sam and I, it's a course that you know quite well as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we so the first the first um, the first shots over uh, the first holes a par three over water, um, but we we went down the putting green, didn't we, in the chipping green? And like people say to you, like the greens are lightning, and like sometimes you think, yeah, I'm sure, like it was, you know, you might be overegging it a little bit. But when I say these greens are like lightning, they were running 13, 13 and a half on the stimp, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely baking hot. Um, you know, some of the some of the pros that played in the uh, in the event on the road series actually said afterwards that they'd never like they struggled, they'd never played on greens that fast before. Um, but what it's given me is because as we was going around, we was like, they're going to struggle on these greens. They they will struggle because it was they were mm. so difficult. Um, but then when you see the way they chip and part them greens, like I have a newfound respect not just not just for ladies but just pros in general because the way that I mean we we was lucky enough to follow Meg McLaren around for a little while, mm. um, and and she was holding putts for fun, especially on the front line, um, and it just makes you realise like. Just how good they are. Granted, yeah, they're they're not hitting it. You know, naturally they're not hitting the ball as far as the men would, but their short games are equally as good. So impressed with it. And they do. They hit like they hit hybrids straighter than I hit eight irons. They are so impressive. And yeah, um, yeah and it was just it was just a bloody good watch. To be honest, we did. We follow, we we got to follow. We actually did some volunteering, didn't we, Matt? Um, yeah, we did. So you was a bunker boy. Well, it was quite a funny one, really, because the guy, um, but it wasn't necessarily the plan. He just kind of said, are you guys hanging around for a bit? We said, yeah, he goes, you fancy volunteering? So, we were, yeah, can do anything to help. You know what we're like. 
And um, <laughs> and he said <laughs> he held you. He held you at knife point, didn't he? <laughs> he basically said like one of you has to score for three players. You have to do it on a card and on the online app, and you have to get the flag. Oh, fucking hell. And then he said the other one of you has to rate the bunkers. I could not have grabbed the rake any faster. <laughs> like, give me that rake. <laughs> so Matt did a bloody good job with all the uh, all the scoring, to be fair, because that was quite a lot of pressure. But yeah, we followed the whole group round and, and it was yeah, just really good goal from start to finish. And there was some immaculate looking bunkers after that as well. Quality. I do think halfway around, like, halfway around, like there was a lot of bunker action at one point, and Joe started to look a little bit tired. <laughs> <laughs> one of them said, but "The thing is, right, it was." Yeah, sorry, I was on, say, on. One of them said to me, "I'm keeping you so busy. I'm really sorry." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's the most polite thing I've ever heard. Apologise yeah. to the raker. <laughs> Um, the thing is, like, I, I, you know, I mean, we obviously we played we played in the morning. Then we we had a beer or two, and then we, um, you know, walked the course in the afternoon, and it was stifling hot as well. Mm. Um, you know, so it was a long a long day, but yeah, su- super enjoyable though. Definitely, yeah, yeah no, I'd, you really know, good. definitely definitely do it again. Yeah, I would as well. And I, I actually looked at the dates, so I wouldn't have mind to get into one of the final events, to be honest. Um, but I don't think yeah. I can, sadly. No, but also I don't think I have to be honest. I don't think the um, I don't think they're allowing spectators because technically oh, yeah, we weren't spectating. Well. No, we weren't. We weren't. Um, we were bloody raking bunkers. No, yeah, <laughs> be part of the team. And, uh, it wouldn't yeah. do yourself any disservice. Exactly. Though. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, without us, I don't know what they would have done. Like <laughs> the whole canceled. tournament would have just gone to, gone to piss. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh dear. Um. Anyway, lads. But yeah, is uh, is there anyone else? Who's, who's um, uh, sh- talking, sh- talking of betting tips? Who's who? Who you, who you back in for the next Rose Series event? Um, oh God, blimey! Well, well, it, it's said, tomorrow, said, isn't it? No. Uh, oh yeah, no, because it's a free day. So basically, they're doing the um, so it's like the final three events are all back to back. Um, so I think I'm just I'm just double double checking. Because um, I think the it's like um, a two day at two different courses. I think uh, um... no. So it starts. Sorry. Okay. So it's August fifth. So it starts. Um, so you've got the grand finals at Northants on. So it'll be Wednesday. Then you've got the Berkshire on Thursday, and then the top thirty six or the top thirty five and tires go and play a final on the West Course at Wentworth on Friday. So a big week for those, uh, and again the weather looks like fantastic this week, and it's going to be hot. So it's going to be a mm. yeah, it's going to be a tough three days for for the ladies. But I have to be honest, like the one thing I would say is naturally, I think on this event is, um, and I don't want to do anybody a disservice, but the cream is rising to the top a little bit. Yeah. So you, you do you are you are looking at you know Georgia Hall, Georgia Hall, Georgia Hall, Georgia Hall, Georgia Hall. Well, I have yeah. to say that obviously having played the golf course a few hours before her and seen how hard it was, her score of five under par was a joke. Good, like I can't see past if she can shoot that score on that golf course, I can't see how she's not going to win. I played really yeah. well and I was nowhere nearer. <laughs> um. So yes, yeah, so I her Charlie Hall. Um. Yeah, 
you know, cheers, I saw cheers, enough, lads. I saw cheers, lads. You're really picking, uh, really picking some some insider tips there. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Megan McLaren then because <laughs> we followed her around, and I feel like we've got to uh, be be loyal to the highest out of the ones that we followed. Yeah, and to be fair, you know, I saw enough goal from Meg McLaren that day to 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 you know kind of back you on that one, Joe. Like she. she I think she got unlucky on the back nine a little bit. A couple of free putts did cost her on them greens. Mm. Um, you know, she had a putt to tie the lead at one point. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was ticking over quite nicely. Um, so, yeah. That's, yeah, I agree. All right. Cool. Good stuff. Good work. Um, one one quick shout out. Sure. Um, regular, regular listener, friend of the show, uh, Scotty Bennett, friend of ours from... Uh, from Stowe Market, mm, he um, good lad, had a hole in one. Is yeah, his first oh, hole in one on uh, Sunday in the medal on the second hole. Um, brilliant. So having having never had uh, a hole in one myself, I'm led to believe that afterwards you do get a little bit of an adrenaline rush. Um, so he made he made his ace on the on the second hole, and I said to him just out of interest, I said, "How far uh, how far up the third did you uh, did you hit your tee shot?" Because like I understand that you know you get an adrenaline rush and. You know, you all of a sudden you're hitting the ball miles, and he said, "No, nah, he said, I can't." Really. Made a seven. So he made a triple bogey. <laughs> you horrible, you horrible bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I don't I don't think he, I don't think it mattered. To be honest, I don't think it mattered. I, mean, nah. I was chuffed for him. We love you, Scotty. I do a little yeah. whiskey on you Sunday. Well done, mate. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Brilliant. I didn't. I had enough with uh, Cardi on Thursday. <laughs> uh, on that note, I think we should leave it. Cheers, guys, and thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back with you next week.